This is Ivan Arguero. You are now listening to Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time to get embarrassed with us. Welcome again to another edition of Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am the host and producer for this program, Alon Danziger. We do this program every week here from 3 to 4 p.m. as a way to dive deep into our rough and raw sounds from our past and connect the dots between then and now. We are streaming on the iPhone and Android apps. If you want to download the Radio Free Brooklyn app, go to the Google Play Store for Android or the App Store for iPhone and download the RFB app. If you want to listen to any of our past episodes, you should do that as well. We are all over the place on SoundCloud, on iTunes, Podomatic, Spotify. I mean, it, the list just goes on. Your best bet might also might as well be going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash LAR and check out our profile page in which on the very bottom, towards the bottom, you will see our drop down player in where you could listen to all of our past episodes spanning almost to the beginning. I mean, we've been here for three years and I'm very grateful to have the team that I have assembled not quite the Avengers, but, uh, you know, a ragtag team of misfits and miscreants, nevertheless. And on this occasion, for this week, that will be certainly on display. So without further ado, let us begin on this excursion. I'm joined by some familiar voices. I have Will Hasty. Yo. I have Catherine Dunn. Yeah. And joining Catherine, rather spontaneously and very, very welcome, is the uh, up-and-coming comedian who has just moved here only a few months ago from South Carolina. Her name is Rachel Teichman. Hey, friends. And returning to the show, a very funny gentleman hailing from Brooklyn Heights and also an up-and-coming comedian as if uh, he needs no introduction. He was on the show earlier this month. His name is Ivan Arguello. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm glad that you nailed that on the first take. That hey. was amazing. That was <laughs> nuts. No one ever gets my name right on the first time. You did. You know, uh, I, I barely get my name right on the first go. Yeah, that's that's okay. But me too. It, it took well me done, years. Elon. It took me years <laughs> to perfect it. Usually it's Elon, right? Or is it Elon? I heard you say Elon before. Yeah, exactly. What Elon. be associated with what, that lizard man? What other names do you get confused for? Uh, Mulan. Mulan, uh, like the yeah. warrior princess? I'm just through spitballing things that probably make <laughs> sense. Ellen, Mulan, Elaine. Elon! Uh, Should we all go around the room saying what we think your name is? And then you tell could us be fun. how sure. to say it? Yeah. I, I thought it was Elon. It's Elon? When no. I first read it, I always thought it was... Elan, but Elan. Uh, that was just, you know, it was then told to me mm-hmm. by Catherine that it was Elan. Is it Elan, what you just said? I said Elan. I think it's Elan. E-L-A-N-N. It was the double N that threw you me. You said it earlier. We, You guys were just <laughs> taking selfies. See, we're just supposed to go around the room. Full disclosure. <laughs> and now your turn. Yeah, exactly. Full disclosure, we just met. So then I think that would be Elan. How do you think it's spelled? 
E L L A N. That's close. E L L A N. E L L A N. No, it is in fact with two N's. E L A N N. But what's so crazy is is that for like the longest time I didn't want to spell it with two N's, so I specifically shortened my name. So my it was Alon, but Alon for short, I guess. <laughs> that's so it is kind Alon. of amazing, dude. Like that's kind of unique in the world, honestly. My nickname was literally my name. <laughs> or the, I'm sorry, the same phonetic pronunciation of my name. Garner? Gardner? My shorthand is Gar or or G Man. Jesus. Like you have a thousand <laughs> nicknames. I really do, actually. <laughs> what Fuck. was he, what were you just saying? Who called you G Man? One of my five best friends from home theo actually still calls me g-man that's pretty cool rachel do you have any nicknames that uh you could remember from childhood that kind of stuck as you got older bubbles 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 how'd you get that um it was like after school one day and this kid who i kind of knew but not really came up to me and she's like i'm gonna call you bubbles and i'm like why and she's like (laughs) well not like the powerpuff girls but you just you're just bubbles now and wait how old were you at the time 14 Oh, that's awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, and it just kind of stuck. People still call me that. Holy shit. Where yeah. was where was uh, this uh, person's standing in the social hierarchy? It's very, very telling when one person just comes up to you and gives you this nickname. She was a stoner popular. A stoner popular? Yeah. So, wait, okay. She was well-liked and also a stoner. I'm just confused as to why you used the well noun well, before the 14. adjective. A stoner popular as opposed to a popular stoner? Yeah. No, no, I love yeah, it. No, no, I love it. That's a system, Is right? There like, a difference? Yeah, there's it absolutely there. implies I, I was a, a, deep, I was a deep loser system. Skinny. I like loser skinny. Well, skinny loser. Yeah. yeah. We get it, but explain oh. it anyway. Jokes are better when you have loser. to explain them. <laughs> I prefer them that way. Please continue. Yeah, I'll break them down later. <laughs> Can you do a chart? <laughs> be like, I don't get why that's funny. I'd be like, yeah, the audience didn't either. <laughs> I was in Woodstock That's recently, funny. and there was a restaurant that I didn't go into because it had the worst name ever, and it Which was, was Early Terrible. Early what? Terrible. Why? Bullshit. Well, well, no, okay, we got to Google yeah, that this exists <laughs> right now. But what, fact but check. No, while you fact check, let me explain the fact that early and terrible are both adjectives, so it doesn't necessarily apply, but you would think terrible early has a better ring to it, right? So... I think it's bad either way. It closes at midnight. Well, it is early. It is early. That is terrible. That is terrible. And there you wow. go. Wow. I got to say, Elon, this place looks pretty good. It does look good, right? Let me right? see. Website now. <laughs> I've went Menu. Uh, Tapas. When, when the summers usually come, do you go anywhere upstate with your folks? I know Actually, you... I do go to Woodstock pretty often. That's pretty wild that you were, you were just up there, right? I was just up He's there. He's from there. For, I was up there, represent for the 845. And, did you uh, say Tapas? I did, and in fact, uh, the tapas looks amazing, but I'm sorry. You were saying, Elon. No, I was just uh, commenting, you know, uh, Woodstock Connection, uh, that is something that apparently Ivan has. Uh, Your family would go up every summer? Yeah, my aunt actually has a house up in Bear, which is right next Bearsville? to Woods- Bearsville? Yeah, Bearsville. Bearsville. Yeah, Bearsville. How about I know. that? We're looking yeah. at the menu. What town are you from? Are you from Woodstock? Or I you from am from Woodstock. Uh, I grew up uh, very close to Bearsville. In fact, right down the road from uh, the road that takes you to uh, the now sadly defunct Bear Cafe, Yeah. of which uh, was around for my childhood. I mean, I used to perform plays all the time uh, right next to the Bear Cafe and the yeah. Little Bear. Yeah. Uh, Chinese food restaurant. Okay, I'm anyway, not, okay, I'm not kidding. I could order so many things. We need to so go there things. now and buy the so baked avocado and diavolo. Oh, 
That sounds better. Whole avocado halved and stuffed with vegan lentil pate. Yep. Sprinkled with sunflower seeds, terrible tamarina ponzu, hot smoked paprika, and chili oil. Look, which I I love you, but you're trying so damn hard. Are we getting money for this? No. Ad that we're getting right now here. <laughs> it's amazing up there. It's so scenic. You don't even feel like you're in New York. I went last time I went there. I went up. I went hiking. I went up to this waterfall. I forgot the name of. Do you know which one I'm talking about? I wish I could, but I am sadly not much of a hiker. I yeah. really wish I was more. Uh, my uh, uh, family do have a number of hikes under their belts, but yeah. uh, there's a waterfall. You say? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't have much more to add. It was just very nice. It was very peaceful. I loved it. Did you Did you find your reflection in the waterfall? And it was uh, 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 you and your future self. I, I wish. I, honestly, I wish. What but, would you say your future self if you could? Uh, if like, if all of you guys were in the oh. reflection of the water, what would you tell? the human version of yourself like when they look down at you you really don't want to know that Ivan <laughs> what would I tell my future self in the reflection of a water specifically I feel like my future self should be telling me things not me telling right no no I meaning what would you would the past yourself you or with the future you I show up in advice. a reflection I want to know some shortcuts to this shit I don't yeah Okay, better question. Would the uh, as I as I just asked, yeah, would the past you or would the future you show up in a reflection of you in the water, like you know that movie trope where like Dude, I'm not lo- a fucking wizard. What is this? Um, I am. <laughs> this already happened to me. Wait, it's really a question. Which would you? Of course, you have a crystal. Of course, you saw your future self. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I don't know what happens in those woods. A lot of magic happens. Yeah. It's Woodstock, I, man. I, Anything when goes. When hiking, I had a ham sandwich and I went back home. It was nice. Rachel, you just got back from South Carolina. Are you happy to be back in the north where you can have all these mosquito-laden hikes? Yes, I am beyond excited, but the mosquitoes were like just as bad, if not worse, down there. I bet. And would you say that uh, you become more uh, or less of a nature person since your time down south? Definitely more. Definitely more. I'll, I'm always going to be a nature person, yeah. The last time we had you on the show, Ivan, you informed us that you did get a chance to go away during the summers and get a little bit of relief from what was, uh, as you admitted, a rather strenuous throughout the year job working with uh, your dad at the supermarket. Yeah, over, uh, I, st- I still do that, actually. And you're and still doing that. It's pretty It's pretty heavily influenced into my stand-up. I mean, you'll see the jokes. Uh, there's a lot about it. Rachel was uh, in South Carolina and made it back north. Um, have you spent a lot of time outside of the Northeast region? Actually, not really. I mean, I went to school in University of Delaware, and that's about the only time I've lived outside of the New Jersey, New York area. What made you want to go to Delaware? It's the best school I got into, to be honest. Fair enough. And yeah. it's a large school at that. But Yeah, it was, it was fun, up. but I wish I, I wish I had done more stand-up and stuff like that when I was there. When was the first time you did stand-up? Uh, three and a half years ago about. But you didn't do it in college at all. No, but it was something I really wanted to do. And I just, you know, it, it just kind of takes just doing it. You're never going to be ready unless you just go and do it. Did you have any friends at college who did stand up? No, not really. I mean, Delaware's kind of like a state party sports school. So there's not a lot of artistic kids there that are into that kind of stuff. What did you major in? Uh, fashion merchandising, actually. Fashion yeah. merchandising. Yeah, so I'm a big uh, sneakerhead. So I'm, you're a Nike head. Yeah, or no, or not. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. We're getting we a display here. Is the two seventies right? That's it. Is that uh, not the right number? I don't. I don't. Air Max I think it actually might be the two seventy. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. Is the answer somewhere in the shoe? 
Maybe. I, think so. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, I'm not much of a, a shoehead in the slightest. But uh, um, knowing what I know about the culture, when you are obsessed with it, like yeah, it's, it's a problem. It's a capital O. Uh, maybe every letter in the word is capitalized. I mean, yeah. Holy shit! This is a plethora God, of I information. Hope I hope I'm right about this. No, no. Shoes are off. Ivan, even if you're not, that's still there's still a plethora of stuff to go into here. <laughs> When did you start getting into uh, <laughs> shoes? Uh, probably when I was like 12. How 13. into shoes and which kinds? No, 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 how no. into shoes? I have five <laughs> of the same pair of Jordans in the same color. That's how into shoes. Okay, why? Is that, is that collectors or is that usage? It's collect. Well, what, it, what, what, what is it? Which? I wear every single pair of shoes in my collection, but it's also for a collecting reason. How do you feel about K-Swiss tubes? Uh, I'm not that big into K-Swiss. What I are mean, K-Swiss tubes? They are the best shoe the ever ones created. The, but then, but the jagged edges, right? Th- yeah, they have tubes going through it like all along, but they changed the model of it recently. And yeah. like, I don't like the new ones. I have them and I bought these because those were hurting me so much. Yeah, I mean, that's my life is going back and finding old shoes that... I'm just happy ridiculous. that both of our guests for this episode are sneakerheads because that is nice incredible. to hear are you, are you, are you a sneakerhead? Not as much as you are, but I really appreciate sneakers more than any other type of shoe. What's your favorite brand and model? The K-Swiss tubes. That, that's your favorite one? There's a few different models of them, but they're all pretty good. Nice. But not oh, the new one. Not the newest one. I, hey, love it. Yeah. Do you wait outside in line? I don't do that anymore. I used to do that when I was high school. That, mm. that kind of stuff is, is kind of over with now with the internet and all these apps and bots and stuff like that. So wait, have you ever used a sniper app? I have not. Sniper app. Oh, okay. My bad. Um, what? What is that? Yeah. What is the sniper app? And how can I so get Somebody my hands buys on the it? shoes and I mean, then you get somebody get to fucking kill them and then you go get Take the shoes. the shoes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh, so like, that's wait. crazy. You're so like- No, no, no. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. The whole the, uh, sniper app is something that, that, that is timed. It's a timer. And so essentially you say, I want this item or I'm trying to get on, in on this bid. It started on eBay. And uh, essentially whatever item you're bidding on, literally milliseconds- so it's like more more cutthroat it's eBay. A bot. Exactly. It's a bot. It's a bot, it's a yeah. bot that buys for you milliseconds and before the, the thing ends. That's evil. And that's and, ruined and sneaker if a, culture. To and be if honest. it's a bid, then it takes whatever the last bid was and jumps it by literally like two cents. Is this why every single concert just like sells out in minutes? Yeah, probably. It's literally. Any, anything that's wanted and sold online is why it sells out so quickly, is because people have programs God, to buy them up. But can you imagine like how it must have been even before this was more prevalent, you know, in the app culture? And and being able to say that uh, something sold out before we even knew about an app that did it. Yeah. But now it's like clearly that's the case. Yeah. Well, uh, there, there's also a lot of stores and brands that are trying to fight against it. Like uh, I know there was one sneaker store. They knew this pair of Jordans was going to sell out immediately. They knew people were going to buy it just to resell it. So they put on their website the pair of shoes. They didn't put the price. And then when it dropped, they put the price at like $20,000. So anyone who had one of these apps that just buy something up immediately just got fucked they mm-hmm. they bought 10 pairs of twenty thousand dollar sneakers and just got screwed and Tee-hee. yeah Damn. fuck them i'm i'm learning so much i like i'm uh, i'm i, I, really, I wait, know you, you, i know i'm a grandpa but no, i'm but feeling you strike more me as somebody no, who some would know about stuff. sniper this, apps this is like i'm honestly completely baffled by all of this because it is new to me i yeah. for one I don't know about the listener, but I, for one, I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> My just, mind is proverbially blown. I just want to hear one, at least one night that you stayed out. Stayed out? What is that like? Outside? Like, I, you what know, is I that? actually never did that. 
Oh, you. What was the longest you've ever waited? What was the longest you've ever waited in a line? For? Probably like six hours. Jesus, dude. Dude. I need to tell you something. It's not the seven seventy. It says on the back of my two, shoe, like on the outside of it, seven. Oh, I said 270, 720. Okay. You were in the ah. same mark range. Yeah, you were in the, same, you were in the 700. Not a Are you serious? Anymore. I have to sell my whole collection. But the it's... numbers were there. <laughs> that's still pretty ridiculous. No, I'm upset with myself. Okay, well, I then would we'll be move too, on. But, that, but, but just so, to say, for posterity, that too. is ridiculous. That is a skill. It's okay. I think you- you we can move right. on from that because clearly it is something that needs to be moved on from. And that's fine it's because a subject. it's a touchy subject. <laughs> so what about your first time doing stand up? Was that a touchy subject? Uh, well, the video we're going to watch is not actually my first time doing stand up. It's my first time doing stand up in front of people that aren't comics. So this was my first non open mic, if that makes sense. Before we play, I'm curious what the first time performing it in front of other comics was like. Uh, this was a class you were taking? No. So I just went to a bar that I knew was having open mics and I was like, this is something I want to do. I'm going to go up there. It's probably not going to go well. I'm going to prepare a lot, but if I get any laughs, anything, I'll be super happy. Where did you perform? A bar called Auto Shrunken Head. That's an amazing venue. You've been they there? Do, I've been there, but I didn't realize that they did an open mic. Maybe I did. I know because a lot of my friends' bands have performed there and I've been there seldom. Yeah. Um, it reminds really me of cool. Zombie Hut a little bit. My first ever open mic was at Otto's. That's awesome. Hey, there you go. Another connection. Um, yeah, that uh, was a good reception. And then you felt confident to take that act to a non-comic audience sort of venue. Oh, no. After the first time I did stand-up, I mean, I probably did it a hundred more times before I ever did it in front of people I knew. And where was this video taken? This is from Broadway Comedy Club. So okay. This, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So this is from something called uh, like a bringer show. So basically these comedy clubs won't just put up amateurs in front of people without getting anything out of it. So basically you got to bring three to five guests. They make money off you, but you get this awesome tape and great stage time. Let's listen. Thank you. 
take one of them out. Take my ID. I'm keeping the How did you feel after you did that? Uh, at the time or right now? <laughs> at the time. Uh, I felt okay about it. I mean, I was actually pretty sick before I did that set. Sick how? Like I had like the flu or something like that. But I mean, this is this kind of show was something I had to book like three months in advance. So three months later, you have the flu. And yeah. what is it like practicing for a show of this kind of caliber when you're going getting ill? What, what, what do you do to cure yourself or to uh, make yourself feel better? I don't know. I mean, I felt like shit going up into it, but once you get on stage and you get your first laugh, I mean, it's like an adrenaline rush. You don't really know what's going on in the room. You just kind of go into like an autopilot a little bit. Oh, and it felt like that. Like yeah, you were just yeah, up absolutely. there. There was lights. You didn't see any faces. Yeah. The lights in some of these shows are so bright. You can only see like the first couple people in the front row and all you're feeding off of is like the sound of laughter. Is that comforting? Uh, Yeah. I mean, laughter is good. Silence is tricky sometimes how quickly do you hop from i'm 
on a stage. I know there are people watching me and I just have to roll into it to I'm just an autopilot and I am no longer paying attention to these rough shapes in the first two rows that are kind of backlit and blacked out. I mean, the autopilot thing is sometimes good. Like when you're first starting out, like right then when I'm not experienced, I don't know how to Hmm. gauge the energy of the room, work off people. I have no idea how to crowd work. Then it's good. But I mean, I think as you get more established as a comic, you have to learn how to sit in the moment and be aware of everything that's happening in the room. Just like being able to do a multi-person uh, body language watch. Yeah, jump, or <laughs> jump in and out of a bit. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've been in a room, someone drops a glass, now nobody's looking at you because you're not the most interesting thing happening in the room. You know? Right. How do you feel now? How do I feel now? I See, the thing is I've worked on a lot of those jokes so much and tightened them up, made them... Some of the stuff I, I think I wouldn't have I wouldn't say now on stage because I, I, I think I could word it better. Yeah. So it's kind of difficult to watch an old tape of jokes that I've made better now because I'm like, ugh, I shouldn't have said it that way. How many are you still doing or all of them? Uh, I, I use, I go in and out of different ones. That's, I, I definitely use all of them still. I'm trying to think if there's any of them that I've dropped. But but I, you feel like you've whatever worked on them now, for now. I think they're better jokes now because I've added to them or rearranged them or have different right. setups. Sure. It's uh, also the case that, you know, you're playing to the room or do you tend to sort of go for self and just hope that the jokes will land regardless of the crowd? I think uh, I'm at the point where I know which jokes will work for any audience and then which jokes are for a younger audience, which jokes will work with an older audience. You, yeah. you definitely can't go into it going like, fuck you, this is funny. Right. It's like you should have known better to book me if you, you know, didn't want me to be saying these kinds of jokes. I mean, personally, I think you have to kind of adapt to the room. Yeah. I, I, I don't think you can go into it being like, that audience was dumb. They just didn't get that joke. Yeah, I, no. I, 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 I hate to uh, take this for self and maybe anybody here could back me up, but I did karaoke for a while and sometimes I felt like it was like that a little bit. That the audience didn't respect your voice? No, it's like, you know, why am I doing this song? Because it's very, uh, you know, self-serving and obnoxious, you know. But, you know, if I want to actually entertain a crowd and do something that, like, gets their attention, I'm going to do something that maybe I don't necessarily like, but I know that they'll like. And I think that's what a lot of musicians do, is you find a lot of really talented musicians are doing cover songs because the audience likes to hear stuff they know. I just don't know what audiences are like anymore. I feel like audiences are just like very, very bleh, what's the word? Reactionary? No, I don't know. It's just there's it's a very sensitive crowd. Temperamental? What? Temperamental? Maybe. I don't know. I Can anybody all, back me up on this? They're all different. I mean, this particular audience, they paid money to see their friends do stand up. Absolutely. So this, this was a very generous audience. Yes. I don't think that those jokes with the delivery that I had would do well in a smaller room. Yeah. The, at the way that I had developed them at that point in time. Since then, um, you've played other rooms, and yeah. uh, it's been uh, clear to see that you know you've got the staying power, and you know you've got you know you just continue to make friends, and you continue to put yourself out there. Um, is there something that that he didn't know then that you definitely know more now? Because that's the thing is that you yeah. contributed something to us that was fairly new. But because of the ethos of the show being that we really, you know, have come a long way, how does three, two years ago, yeah, 
change a person? Uh, I think just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved. You know, even if it works amazing, doesn't mean you can't make it better. At that point, I thought, oh, I've done this 20 times in front of people. It's, it's where it needs to be. It's, it can always be better. Catherine, is there ever a time when you've done uh, an act that didn't work well the first time? It may have worked well the fifth time, but maybe it didn't work well after that? Um, some jokes that people are like, do that. And then there are other people who are like, please don't do that. It triggers me. So you've like, had people tell you not to do specific jokes? Yeah. <laughs> because of wow. like, it Just don't laugh. Them. That's all you got to do. What, what kind of joke that you were supposed to tell or you wanted to tell were you uh, blocked to do? Um, is it something that is appropriate to say on Radio Free Brooklyn, <laughs> where we all have a voice? Remember, um, and the views and opinions radio. So theoretically, you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and to And the views and opinions expressed by those who are on Lost and Rewound do not represent the views of those who work at Radio Free Brooklyn. Ding! Indeed. <laughs> I really want to know the contents of these jokes because I know a lot of people who get very triggered. When I was living there, I was robbed. Like six times in a year that means every other month and it started to affect me on a psychological level because people entered and my belongings or stole them and like could see into my life and not a single one thought of raping me hmm. wow. so you, <laughs> Rachel's so, so laughing. you like this joke is from the mm. I, i'm watching rachel's when, reaction when you were living where Exactly. Yeah. It's a longer joke. I'm giving it to you as short as possible so that oh, we don't have to like go into it. Okay. Um, but in Brooklyn, in this one gotcha. part, it's like part of other yeah. things um, with like my ex and like whatever. Yeah. It was a joke that people saw a set and they were like, it was really funny. You should say that. So then I continued to work on it. That's like basically like the essence of it. Mm -hmm. And then somebody was like, please don't. And after I had worked on it or maybe I worked on it after this, I'm not quite sure. Somebody was like, it triggered me. Please don't ever do it again. Yeah. I'm really enjoying that we have so many people in the room this week on Lost and Rewound to be able to talk about all this. And uh, I think we have even more to comb through of the younger years of yeah. Ivan Arguello. Yeah. After this quick word from RFB, we've got Will Hasty, Ivan Arguello, of course, as well as Catherine Dunn and Rachel Teichman. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. Stick around. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 non-for-profit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. To help support our mission, we invite you to make a one-time donation or a monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air, so please support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. All contributions are taxed deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. We have returned with our good friends here around a table for a discussion Indeed. known as a round table. Dude, this hey. actually is a round table. Holy shit. It really is. It's like half a round table, but like more than half. So like, like, what, but this is the quarters. fullest. The last it's the, time we it's had this the many closest, people here. Exactly. No, it folds up. <laughs> okay. Besides the fact that the table folds up, Catherine, this is a it's lot. round. He's saying it's close. No, it's round. <laughs> Rachel, I have to ask you a really crazy Team question. Breaker. 
When's the last time you've been in a recording for a podcast, if ever? Um, it was a few weeks ago, I guess. Where? What show was it? It was, I was a guest on Six Unseemly Questions, and it was basically as last minute as this was. Yes, fair enough. We do things very shoestring style here at Lost and Rebound. I like it. <laughs> what is the uh, uh, show premise that you were doing? What kind of show was that? Was that a talk show too? It's more, it's a talk show game show where um, you get asked six questions and then if it's decided that your answers were all good, um, you're given $5 at the end. Fine. That's amazing. <laughs> How did you do? I did not get the $5, <laughs> but I now edit that podcast. So, hey, I mean, good trade-off. It's a good trade-off. You know, we here in the Radio Watts don't get paid anything, but we enjoy what we do. Nice. Ivan, we're centering back on you now. Yeah. Because you provided to us a few audio uh, specimens, a couple of audio, audio specimens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're yeah. gonna do the one of my little brother getting bullied, maybe. We'll, a little we'll, bit? we'll, we'll do we'll do the later okay. one first, yeah. and then we'll do the earlier one. Okay. Because um, you know, normally on this show we do as is intended, try to you know go back as far as possible. I'm a stickler for getting as early as possible because sometimes I wonder if you know. Things really could be learned over a couple of years. Although I think in the last half hour we did uh, discover that that can be the case. Yeah. Uh, the amount of growth that can be done in two years. Yeah. Um, but backtrack a little bit because um, again we did mention about your uh, very uh, amazing family business and how many siblings do you have? So I have two brothers. Oldest or the middle or the I'm, youngest? I'm the middle child, but I don't feel like the middle child because my oldest brother is 30 years old. I'm the middle child. I'm 26 years old. And then I have a younger brother who's 12 years old. Ooh, okay. The so, baby. Yeah. So when my little brother was born, my brother was a senior in high school. Wow. So it's strange dynamic that I was the youngest child for 14 years of my life. My older brother was always my older brother. He didn't grow up with my youngest brother. I grew up with my little brother. Mm -hmm. But and he then, grew up in your older brother's life though. Yeah, and then when I went to college, my little brother became like an only child. So it's a very strange that I, I never felt like I was the youngest child. What would you feel like if you were the youngest and you had uh, you know two older siblings? Having that isolation being on the other side, I mean, you kind of had that isolation a little bit too in some respect when you moved away. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I feel a little bit for my younger brother because I had a brother who was four years older than me. He kind of taught me, oh, don't do that. That's lame. Do this. Yeah kind of taught me the way of being a person yeah but my little brother didn't really have that i was so much older than him that yeah if i was like skylanders isn't cool he's not gonna take that <laughs> as anything you know it's not even so much as an older brother or as like a teacher yeah exactly so he, he kind of grew up an only child even though he had two older brothers it's amazing yeah hey, i i gotta say like very few times do i know anybody who's got like a younger sibling that goes that kind of uh, amount of time yeah absolutely. in terms of the amount of time that's passed since uh, another sibling is born yeah but, um i guess anybody else probably does and probably has a you know i guess a similar friend that was in a similar kind of place like you were yeah so actually my friend that's in one of the clips with me has the same exact family dynamic which huh. is very strange one of my best friend growing up he had a younger brother at the same time and then he had an older brother who was two years older so it was the same exact dynamic Crazy. Very rare that you see that, but when you live in a you know a small New Jersey area, I guess yeah, you get a chance to really bond with those who have similar family dynamics. Yeah. In this clip, we are uh, seeing 
that you are watching more of so that you're not actually yeah, audible yeah. in this clip. So something I do pretty often is my, my little brother, he's the youngest child. He craves attention, even though he's an only child, but he's the youngest child. So he's in this weird spot where he wants to impress his older brothers, but he also wants to be the center of attention with my parents. What's his name? Matthew. So Matthew Arguello is on the receiving end of a little bit of tough love. Yeah. I mean, I got bullied by my older brother, but this is different because my, my older brother in this video is probably 28 years old and he's <laughs> 10 years old. So it's very weird. But I, I want to point out that it sounds like he's being abused heavily, but he could get out of this situation at any point. Fighting. Now. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Wow, that 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 was some fine film work. I was just a cameraman. What is the setup? What is the story? <laughs> like, how into this is the kid? How into this? I've got my own theories, and I want to hear everyone's it's a, story. It's a foam sword that he started hitting us with first. I'll say that. And is the rule with any family of brothers, whoever's the last person to get heard by dad is the one who gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. Heard. Whoever's in the room when dad pops in is the one who's at fault. Man, that's just unfair. But that's how that's, those are rules. So if Everybody you have a that. broken leg and a broke like two broken legs, two broken arms, it's your fault because you're still in the room. Like what the fuck you is just that logic? Have to not be the last person in the room. Jeez, no. he could he could have ran out of there at any point. Instead, he hit my dad. I okay, guess- you know what? He's right. But I mean, I guess I would hate your dad at that point. Like, he's, he's only right. raising boys, so I'm sure that, like, in most cases, that was his no. like, way to be like, "All right, I'm just going to do this the old-fashioned way, whatever." Fine. That is an incredible insight <laughs> into your father. That is an incredible insight. That I is amazing. Also, make a note quickly that uh, going back to your old set, you have a spinning good impression of your right. Oh, thank you. My favorite part of the clip is where my dad pops in, and then he says to my little brother, that "He's going to break the thing right behind him," and then he doesn't see it, and then he breaks it. Show of hands, who was also Matthew Arguello when they were growing up? Because I, yeah, I mean, I hands. was too. You guys aren't raising your hands here in the corner, yeah? I threw myself down the stairs. That's fair. And he Rachel, threw, he threw himself down the stairs. That's what you don't know. Oh. No, I was gonna ask. <laughs> he did. I was gonna ask how often did he snake down the stairs like that? Why didn't he stand up? He could have got up instead of slithering the whole way. Because <laughs> yeah. he wanted Dad to come in and see what was going on. Did he like spankings or does he now? No, my dad my dad never spanked us. That that was it was more verbal abuse, but sure. Wait, so Matthew's the little one, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. So he's so the then, one yeah, I'm, crawling on his then. stomach down yeah. the stairs. I'm still I'm still, still that younger sibling. Still yeah. Little, yeah, that's me. Brother. You're a younger younger sibling as well. I am, and that is something I could picture that happening like tomorrow. A foam Accurate. sword slap down the stairs. I could absolutely imagine that happening. That is again. so. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm so sorry. I did that to my little brother. 
and I, I there were repercussions that I later then felt bad about oh, later yeah. in life. How but long, how long did you have to look for stairs? Because I've been to your house. No, 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 not my childhood home. The um out at but it was actually my grandparents' house. I remember no. I got into a fight with my sister over the remote control and we broke it, and my dad never forgave us. Really? So who also, I just gotta wedding? say, who took the blame? <laughs> I just gotta That's say, what I want to know. <laughs> That I actually think, is a really good question. I, I, I swore that it was not my fault for years. You were the younger sibling? No, I was the older sibling, but I would totally just be, generally speaking, um, always the uh, one getting kicked down the stairs. Yeah. Well, you were the last one in the room then, too, right? <laughs> I had lots of older cousins that Ooh, I would spend They're actually worse. Less I think. repercussions. Older cousins are worse. Because they don't have to live with you after. Yep. <laughs> Fewer <laughs> repercussions. <laughs> Oh, it's I'm so an true. older cousin. <laughs> Catherine, this is now a sudden insight into you and your experiences. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I just received very good news from my cousin that I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to share publicly yet. But uh, he said it seems like just yesterday that you had me in full drag in our grandmother's basement. <laughs> <laughs> To be clear, it was my bedroom, but basement sounds better. <laughs> he said basement. That's so funny. Are you sure the basement didn't happen and you just scrubbed the memory and remade it into your bedroom? I have pictures I've been looking for and I will bring them in. <laughs> please, please do. I'm the younger cousin. So what was the worst thing that you got tormented with? It's kind of weird because like I'm not only the youngest sibling, but the youngest cousin. And, yeah. and so, yeah, so I got all that extra torture some of the cousins are like five years older than me, so they're the same age as my brother. So imagine like three of my brother just like tricking me into doing things. Yeah, they convince yeah. you it's a great idea to do yeah. whatever dumb thing you're about to do. <laughs> yeah, the older cousins, I mean, they were older oh, enough that God. they were like rather responsible by the time I was around I'm conscious. Not that cool. But um, so they were like nice to me, but but definitely the ones who are five years older, they would. Trick me. I mean, we would play hide and seek, and yeah. then and then when they decided they were done, they just wouldn't come get me. Oh, that's that's my mine. There was a spiral staircase in my aunt's house, and they For convinced me it would be a really cool idea if they duct taped me into a cardboard box oh, and then ruled me down. No. That they're like, we're gonna film it. It's gonna be amazing. And I was like, it is gonna be amazing. Duct tape. Did duct, tape, duct tape, yeah, duct tape, all Woo! kinds of tape, scotch tape. Another thing about being the youngest cousin was we would play, I don't know if you guys know the card game Egyptian Rat Screw. Of course. Okay, so we would play that a lot and they would not go easy on me. So I had to learn from a very, very young age. It's either get good at Egyptian Rat Screw or just don't even play. Were you dangerous you at slaps? You should cheated at the game. Yeah, I got I got very injured in this game, but I am now very good at it. <laughs> Wait, what are, what are the rules of Egypt, Egyptian Slap? It's basically like a Something. hardcore version of war. Well, more... and there's hitting. Yeah. Wait. There so it's hitting. war. It's war with punching. I don't. Know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. Yeah. I've been basically like a jack is where. Is this the version you played? Tens were nullifiers. Jacks were um, worth one other card. Yeah. Queens two. Kings three. Aces four. Yeah. All and, that except the ten. Gotcha. The ten. Oh well. And we okay. would do doubles and sandwiches. Absolutely. When I was twelve and thirteen, sandwiches were like in lot and out lot a lot. Yeah, they still are. Yeah, in there's... my circles, like it depends on who I'm playing with. Right on. I'm not kidding. Our, our our family game among like all the cousins, all the older cousins, and all the family members and the aunts and uncles is um, gin rummy. Oh yeah, we used to play that too. But when we get too drunk, we play Egyptian Rathro. That's how you do it. <laughs> we heard the later clip first, and now we're going to hear the earlier clip yeah. second. 
it's a babysitting clip, right? Yeah. So I actually oh really God. wanted this pair of sneakers. I was like, 14 getting back years to the oh, shoe this was the beginning. So well, two my years parents in. were like, "You watch your little brother for the weekend," and I, you can have a friend over if you guys want to watch them together, but you have to watch your little brother. You can get fifty dollars. Let's hear what happened. Touching family moment. <laughs> that was amazing. You call that a touching family moment? That was entertainment, my friend. Oh, yeah. Is this on the internet? No, it's not. It should be. It really yes, should. Yes, it's it should. Amazing. I'm not kidding. My voice is way too high that I'm not. And your hair is so below your eyes. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah it's very long. I feel like that's what I was going for for a minute, and then I realized I had to get a little bit of a trim. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, uh, I'm nowhere near that, but I <laughs> applaud it, Shaggy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and your brother is sitting there melting an Oreo in his mouth, basically. Yeah. So basically, I bought this video game called Skate 2 and invited my friend over. I was like, I'll split the money with you. We just hang out. We'll play this video game. We'll just put my little brother in front of the laptop. We'll play some like little kid TV shows, give him cookies, and he'll be fine. We won't even have to watch him. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> so we gave him half of a cookie, and he just... He destroyed it. He, I don't. We weren't looking at him for more than five minutes, and he turned it into liquid. I don't. I don't know. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And um, what a soundtrack! What a soundtrack! Yeah. So he he was watching some like Nick Jr. kind of thing, and hey, do you don't remember what show it was though? I think it was Oswald. It's What's like, Oswald? It's like this octopus yeah, TV what show. It, oh, okay. The yeah. image, like teaching numbers. It's like a and blue shapes. octopus. I don't know. I think he was just. Like an octopus just hanging out. I'm not. I'm not really sure what he was teaching kids. But. Interesting. Well, uh, I must admit that uh, this was uh, quite a surprise to see because uh, <laughs> I think you had all three of the brothers in there at one point. Is that correct? No. So that was my friend who actually that has was your friend a brother who's the same age. Got it. When who's the friend? 
uh, my buddy Mike Turpin. So he actually lives in Japan now. And oh, I see. Whoa. Yeah. What does he do in Japan? He is a, a model, actually, slash teaching English. If he's teaching English, this now has to go on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Under a shady tree. Yeah, it's a catchy <laughs> tune, right? Oh, my so God. So good. I want to hear somebody rap over that. That would be amazing. <laughs> Make it happen. It this made, is perfect. Because I could, we could let's auto-tune yeah. this. Can yeah. you auto-tune yet? Maybe uh, we can try, but it won't be easy. <laughs> Get a napkin. I gotta wipe this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to babysitting quickly. What yeah. is uh, any everybody's favorite babysitting story, or who was everybody's favorite uh, mm. disaster of a babysitter? My older brother yeah. was the worst babysitter. <laughs> you never had a babysitter other than your brother. I did, but once I got past 10 years old, they, they decided he was mature enough to babysit me, which he wasn't. But so when I was in middle school, he would get paid $20 to watch me. And then he'd take that $20 and buy an 18 pack of beer and then give me $5 and be like, don't say anything. I'm going to have a party. Just be cool. And I was usually pretty cool about it. Like, Why didn't you say wow. Fuck the $5? Give me a beer, man. Uh, I was like. I was like 10 or 11 years old. I wasn't... You weren't ready to drink beer no, yet? No, not yet. Were you invited to the party? He tried to get me to drink some beers, but so I, then... I wouldn't do it. I was, I no, was you too wouldn't. little. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, some people some people in sixth grade did, but not everybody in sixth grade yeah. will. When seventh grade, though. Ooh, maybe I well, would have. I don't know. In middle school, I have to but say, that's a pretty happens, priceless man. setup. I seventh grade's yeah. a big deal when it yeah. comes to drinking. Everybody I wouldn't starts. rat on my brother, though, which is... I th- just did. Well, now, no. yeah, but statute of limitations. <laughs> we're we're past eighteen. It is no longer. Yeah, exactly. Way past the statute. The of limitations. views and opinions expressed by the brother. <laughs> uh, my my brother, brother calls me up. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck? Mom and dad heard about the people we had over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grounded." Uh-huh. This is amazing, by the way. Uh, seriously, please put it on the internet. To not kidding. Me, I want it. I'm not kidding. I, this is such a poo? rare. How, <laughs> it looks like he pooed out his face. How the fuck did he do that to an Oreo? That's a reveal. You know, I'm not Nobody certain it's just an Oreo. It might be poo as well. I had his, my eyes off him for quite a long time. <laughs> How long was the camera rolling? What was this video? Three minutes? What, wait, so like the kids alone covered like no, that? No, no, no. You set I was, up a camera and him. then you handle it? I was next to him. I was playing the skateboarding video game. I look over it. He's completely wet. And I was like, well, I got to film this. This is amazing. This is uh, shorter than song two by Blur. Um, I use Blur's song two as a measurement of time. <laughs> I believe it is less than three minutes. Oh, no, wait. It's a uh, lot shorter yeah, than that. No, it's song two. It's two minutes. So everything, <sighs> if, if something is shorter than song two, it's short. Song two is good. What? Song, song two, two is, is good. good. Song two is good. Yeah. Um, you a big Gorillaz fan too? Guys, do you I like am. song two? Well, it's the same dude. It, it is the same dude. Damon Alburn is a very uh, formidable uh, creative genius. Yeah. He put together... I, 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 I'm I, not going to let you derail this because I will go oh, on a well, tangent about Gorillaz yeah, and dude. it's not going to happen. I want you guys we, to rip on me. We That's don't what I have, want. No, we don't have time to talk about are things that are not about the guests that are around the oh, table. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> Ivan Arguello, you are a, a mensch, good sir. You have even more to share with us uh, in future dates. The fact that you gave us such a glimpse into your childhood and getting to know a little bit about, you know, being a middle child, 
I think is super important to show just like how much attention you need, you goddamn comedian. <laughs> so yeah, I'm the youngest child, the middle child, and I'm never the oldest. So yeah, yep. I need I need people to watch me. What's your next show happening? You can follow us on Lost Dog Comedy, but uh, all of our shows are at Lorelei Beer Garden. It's a beer gar- a German beer garden in Lower East Side off Rivington Street and Bowery. It's always a Tuesday. Always a Tuesday. Yeah. Awesome. And it's a free show, so... Go on our Instagram, you can get free tickets. And you could be seen as Ivana Joke-A-Lot on Instagram? Ivana Joke-A-Lot, yeah. It's a Austin Powers reference. <laughs> I like cannot Ivana. believe you got that name. I really can't believe you got really? that Really? Do name. you think there's that many Ivan Austin Powers fans that also are big Will, into- Will, you've been called out. You should do the search and find out. Let's, and let us know next time. <laughs> you, you, I'm, I'm happy I got the name. <laughs> I thank you, too. thank you for work. contributing on this week's edition of LNR, Rachel Teichman. You've also been kind enough to join us for this go around. Have you been inspired to dig deep into your vault and see what you have? Sure. That's a resounding response, and I'll take it. Yeah, whatever. I don't really get too enthusiastic a lot of the time, so you've been an enthusiastically appreciated voice on this edition. Where can people find you next out in the world of comedy? Uh, people can find me on Camfrog by the name Cups558. So, Rachel, everybody could uh, otherwise follow you there for now, and maybe just maybe you'll be seen at an open mic near you soon? Yes, absolutely. You'll be seeing me at an open mic near here is soon. It, is this improv Look, comedy or stand-up comedy? Neither. Neither. Which is it? Which is it? Which is it? So, what, wait, what medium? It's Camfrog, man. Well, no, I mean... Yes, it's on Camfrog, but I've been doing the NYC talent show. Yes, the NYC talent show. Uh, that is uh, where uh, especially you could be seen on Camfrog, Catherine, at Trixie Star. And where else could you be heard is right here on Radio Free Brooklyn at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. respectively for Don Sun and Art Star Scene Radio. Correct. Uh, and now I have Victor Varnado with me. And it's uh, a call-in show where we want you to prank us or ask questions or do whatever, but call us. Nice. 718-928-9732, Saturdays at 3. And will you have a polarity, the series going down um, over, yes, indeed. over on Instagram? Yes, on polarity underscore official, or you can check mine out at will.hasty. Beautiful. And in the meantime, I want to remind everybody that Radio Free Brooklyn has a number of shows and a number of events, and you should sign up for their newsletter because, my goodness, it only comes to your inbox once a month because as... Will and I could both attest. We are dedicated to a spam-free universe and world. Mostly world. World, 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 And one of those events that I'm sure you may hear about because uh, it's coming up, it's the school year coming up, is the Radio Free Brooklyn Teen Squad. It comes right here in the rec room. It is a after-school program in where the local teenagers of whom are interested in doing this will learn media literacy through media making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. If you are interested in participating or donating to the Radio Free Brooklyn Teen Squad, you should go to Radio freebrooklyn.org slash after school. Remember, once again, all your donations are tax deductible. Our thanks again to all of our guests, Ivan, Catherine, Will, and Rachel. Tata. Bye. Lost in Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn. Org. You say your name is Will Sam too? Yeah. Did you play any online games? Like, where do I know yeah. that? Oh my god.
<laughs> Are you the oh kid boy. who said the N-word a shit ton in Halo? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Ivan has pegged me. No. Um, How many but, times? No, 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 no. No, no. Um, I was a big... Okay, this is... The, I was a big Diablo 2 head, and I was a big StarCraft fan. I played a really weird combination of Puzzle Pirates and Club Penguin and Toontown. Both Puzzle Pirates and Toontown were were touched quite intensely <laughs> by me. Wow. Uh, what ocean? <laughs> this is like the start of the podcast where I was asking her what part of New Jersey she's from. <laughs> no, this is weird. I just want to know if we know each other. Um, it's just as weird. The, I was in the Northeast. I'm honestly blanking on the name. It was like was a it North. Co- That's exactly what she said. Um, <laughs> or Suryuline. Like Suryuline. Co- thank you. Thank oh my God. You guys go to the same Cute Penguin High School? What the fuck? music here. No, no, that was literally... I like Pancake. Holy shit. I actually recognize that name. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, oh, my God. Hilarious. Elon, we, this is four for four. What the fuck? Minor connections across the board. This is like the most obscure one that it could have been. Oh my god! And it happened on the show. Wait, oh, wait, please tell me. Wait, wait please you know tell me. We good to go. Way back when. Way back when. I did this There's for literally thirty seconds. Time. This is. It, it was weirdly addictive. Sid Meier's Pirates. Like, please tell me you played that like for a little bit. Doesn't no, matter never. anyway. Fuck. Okay. This is happening and it is a okay. <laughs> I'm happy that connections are made because they do it every day and we gotta do, we make it and we happen in the rain. Because we're outside now. Because it's raining lots of ways. Come on, people were supposed to join in. Mm-hmm. That happened and. Oh.